0: five four three two one hello everybody welcome back to cousins breaking KFIB episode two i'm andy
1: and this is my air <laughs> how's are, it are going starting to go into talking shop territory here
0: <laughs> i don't know uh, why <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just started doing a southern accent probably terrible but it, it is what it is uh guys well. <laughs> all right guys we've got a lot of great stuff talking about today uh We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in the wrestling world for the week. And then, of course, we're going to bring our predictions and our opinions for the upcoming pay-per-view, the Royal Rumble, which I believe, like Meredith, is one of my top three favorite pay-per-views of the year. So much great stuff at the Rumble. Very good. But uh, first things first, let's start with the things we liked for the week of the world of wrestling. May you have the floor.
1: Well, I got to say... For me this week, Impact and AEW really, really took the cake. A week ago tonight was hard to kill. Absolutely spectacular. And uh, first moment of note was a major champion from another group, Kenny Omega, uh, having a pay-per-view debut on Impact against their champions so it definitely creates some interesting options for the future and uh as we found out on tuesday following up from hard to kill we realized that last saturday was uh taya valkyrie's last uh last match for impact as a knockout at least currently uh her contract is up and so it'll be It'll be very interesting to see where, where she ends up, because uh, that that girl is a force in nature. Uh, did spectacular in Lucha Underground. She's still Reina Reinas champion in AAA. Uh, There's a lot of questions as to whether or uh, not she might end up with uh, her significant other on WWE, Mr. John Morrison. But uh, wherever she does end up, I i wish her all the best and i'm not gonna lie i got more than a little choked up on tuesday i mean i I was questioning where certain storylines were going there with uh with the what seems to be putting decay back together with crazy steve and rosemary which personally i was happy about it's like but where does taya fit into this and then putting everything together it's like okay this is her send off i was just like no no, I, I want, I need more, I need more Housewives of slam town. No, this isn't fair. So I was, I was getting all the admittedly. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday was a good night. Wednesday was a good night. Um, it, it was kind of funny as, uh, as we have Sting in AEW now, the grand question that everybody's asking is, are we actually going to see him wrestle in the ring which uh, that question has now been answered. It will be him and Darby Allen against Team Taz Ooh, at Bash so at the Beach. So good. So that sent my spidey single, uh, spidey senses tingling a little. Uh, we have continued slow burn on possible dissension in a, in an inner circle where uh, MJF being his usual smarmy self and uh, making sure that uh, he and Chris Jericho are the quote-unquote central tag team to the inner circle, creating some dissension with uh, Sammy Hager, (laughs) the joke that Sammy didn't get. That's okay. Maybe someday he'll actually start to shave, and then he'll figure out why that joke's funny. And uh, Santana and Ortiz, you know? What have they been able to do since since the stadium stampede? Why are they sitting on those guys? Yeah, do that's irritating th- the ever loving the heck out of me because I mean when they when they showed up for the first time in AEW, I almost I'd like literally jumped out of my seat. It's like oh MJ, it's Alex! Ah! Absolutely. So I just I feel like there's such untapped potential there, and I understand wanting to let certain things like just let it run. But at the same time, instead of kind of like I, I just feel sometimes with certain stables, it's like instead of like dealing with the parts, it's like they need to be acknowledged as a whole. Like it's gotta be all of the inner circle. Like the only thing that's like like separate from that is 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 Jericho, which is not the bad, which is bad. Um and Dark yeah. Order always tends to be like a full, complete unit, like dealing with all of them.
0: Do you ever, th- do you ever think that like <laughs> Inner Circle will pull like an uh, an NWO, like there's NWO Black and White and NWO Wolfpack, you think it'd be like an Inner Circle? Oh God, Circle? I hope
1: not. <laughs> because then we had like BWO and LWO, and it was just like, okay, this is getting ridiculous now. But then again, I mean, by the same token, you know, look at NJPW. How many offshoots of Bullet Club do we have now? Like, there's your there's your OGs that are well established, but then it's like you have these other guys where they kind of like pop off, and it's just like, no, you really weren't part of this. But uh,
0: uh, uh. yeah, the other note I wanted to say what you're talking about. The other thing I love about champion versus champion aew versus tna is like it kind of feels like wrestling is back from the 60s and 70s were like all the different territories would still have guys coming to other territories and stuff like that so it's, it's pretty fun and exciting
1: yeah that's the thing i just that's that's the kind of thing that i really enjoy seeing is where you have like a greater widening out of talent i you know honestly because i don't i don't think we actually really got to talk about this yet but i mean like you're what was our favorite pay-per-view of last year and and for me it really honestly was it was double or nothing because there were so many good matches on that card I mean we had the inaugural TNT championship and you know I don't I know I talked about at the last episode that we that we recorded about how How, with the open challenge, how we got to see indie guys and some of them got signed. You know, we have Eddie Kingston, we had, you know, Ricky Starks, you know, we got to see Warhorse. Just the possibilities of, you know, encouraging new talent or, you know, bringing in a neat spark with the crossover. I mean, because, I mean, let's be honest here, both Matt and Jeff Hardy spent a good amount of time in impact well yeah. TNA I should say so to have him come back was I'm sure that there were a lot of of long-time you know viewers of the show who who popped pretty big seeing him coming out there and you know I mean maybe he's not necessarily like well, I mean I, I guess you could compare him to Chris Jericho where I mean that he is somebody who has always been very good at reinventing himself
0: Oh, yeah. And speak, so, speaking of invasions, uh, I believe it was this week, yes, that Matt showed up at a, uh, not AEW, he's in AEW, <laughs> showed up in Impact.
1: So, he did with Private Party in tow. Actually, it was quite funny. Uh, Sammy Callahan, uh, he, actually, uh, he had a, a barbed wire massacre match with uh, Eddie Edwards last Saturday. And uh, his comment on it was, I think I must have lost too much blood on Saturday. I, I could have sworn I just hallucinated Matt Hardy coming to the ring.
0: <laughs> uh, that's that's great. Yeah, a lot of shade. And then uh, moving to the WWE side, I got it. First things first, I want to give major props to Drew McIntyre, respecting and understanding what this state of the world is and being safe and staying at home so no one else gets sick. So uh, good on you, Drew. Thank you very much for showing others how what to do.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I mean, there's a lot of, I, I have to say that for for the most part, there has been, there's been a lot of more positive news than negative, where, where the seriousness of it has really taken hold and people where it's, okay, there was the possibility that this could have happened. So I need to be taken out of the equation. Um, like Drew McIntyre did. Um, actually, this last week, Nyla Rose was supposed to was supposed to compete, uh, but uh, somebody from her household had been exposed to COVID, and so she went into quarantine because, I mean, again, also she's married and, and they have kids, so it's also about personal safety as well. So, but it's and also, I mean, there were there were some indie bookings over the summer where you know Joey Janella never tested positive. He was never directly exposed, but there was the possibility of it. And so after certain bookings, he put himself in quarantine for the sake of doing the responsible thing.
0: Very good. And then um well, the other thing I wanted to say, the, my favorite thing that's been going on in Raw for the past probably I'd say month, month and a half. Don't get me wrong, she's been doing great along with the fiend, but in his absence, Alexa has just been hitting on all cylinders, and just kudos to her.
1: She really is a stellar performer. I mean, she she's always been so engaging. I mean, I remember the first time I saw her. Um, actually, she was a she started off as a ring announcer in NXT, and it was just like, oh, who is this darling little girl with those amazing eyes? And then when she came out, you know, like blowing the handful of glitter, and there were moments where it's just like, this girl got a mead streak. And actually, I remember. It was it was right about the time where Sasha Banks had stopped being quite so warm and fuzzy. And actually, I think this might have been one of the instances that kind of resulted in some real-life heat between the two of them, where there was a match where it was Sasha against Alexa, and she broke Alexa's nose. And it was so funny. It's just like, okay, the little sparkly girl is scrappy. I like her. And there's moments where she's, she's kind of oscillated back and forth between like, okay, I'm with this and Oh, God, I'm so over it. But I mean, she, she always, she's always so engaging. And she's always very good at provoking a reaction. Because I mean, let's be honest, the worst thing that can happen is when it's just the uh, like, if they're cheering the heck out of you or if they're booing the heck out of you, the point is you're getting under their skin, you're getting a reaction. But when people are just kind of like, eh, that's the worst thing ever. And I can't really think of a time where she did that.
0: Absolutely. And again, she's she's been doing good for years, but I just really think that this new development, her character is really going to put her up there, kind of like how Becky was the man. So... You know, you know what I mean? It's like kind of like I'm not saying she's the new man, like Becky, like you, you know what I mean? Like oh, she's no, 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 no. she's finding her stride, I'm trying to say. I guess I'm trying you know.
1: She had an opportunity, she grabbed it and she ran with it. Yeah. Th- th- thank this you. Says, yeah. This is very much a pick six. And like I feel leading up to the whole thing of the development of the man, I really feel, mm-hmm. you know, in a similar way, like it could have been something that was like totally unexpected. Like it could have been handled well, it could have been handled poorly. But that summer slam where, where it was Becky against Charlotte and Becky lost and then Becky like turned on Charlotte. And everyone was just like, oh, are we gonna run with this? I really felt like that was Becky, Becky's pick six. Cause like everything after that she touched was just gold. And I really feel like her, you know, being thrown into the whole thing with the, you know the Fiend versus Br- with, versus Braun Alexa really taking that opportunity and like play with it like the whole thing of like you know maybe i maybe i sort of have i might be intrigued by all of this and everyone is kind of like oh that's bizarre i need to keep watching so i mean it's very much a case of how she she took the opportunity and handled it and ran with it and she she's really embraced it and i gotta say it's just like bravo fair play to you girl
0: Absolutely. Uh, Is there any other Raw or SmackDown notes or NXT notes you want to mention before we uh, get into the meat of the episode?
1: Well, unfortunately, I missed SmackDown this week, so I'm running behind. Although I just admittedly, like, I am aware of this whole ongoing thing with Roman Reigns and Adam Pearce. And my overall question that I have is just why yeah well one
0: quick thing about adam pierce is i saw like a a meme or an image of him being in in a rumble like decades ago like i think it was like 97 or 98 i I can't remember if it was the actual rumble or it was a pre-match for the rumble but it was just kind of a cool little nod i think wwe mentioned that
1: yeah well i mean a lot of these guys do have in-ring experience before like i mean not everybody's like aubrey edwards where it's like you're you're strictly a referee but I just that's that's kind of confusing me. Um, yeah, I have other things that that are confusing me. Just again, this whole like again, I mean, I think Alexis is doing great, and I understood like trying to do the cinematic thing. But like the switching back and forth that they did with Alexa was just a little confusing this past Monday. Yeah. And also, it's like, why y'all hate Asuka? <laughs> For
0: as, real. as as May knows, uh, Asuka is my favorite female wrestler. She, yeah, she's just the bomb. Yeah, so this could be interesting. Absolutely. And yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And then uh, one thing I, I did want to say, one thing I like from SmackDown is um, is the feud going on between Shinsuke and, and uh, Jay. Uh, so it just kind of seemed for a while that Jay was questioning being, the lo- being under Roman and now he's embraced it. And now he can finally have a, have a, like a small promo under himself with Shinsuke. And I think that, that's gonna be some great matches.
1: Well, I think it's really great that, that they're giving him an opportunity to do something as a singles competitor i mean especially since his brother's been out you know injured which is why he hasn't seen in ring competition and unfortunately there's a lot of guys where they're viewed strictly as tag team competitors and they end up getting sidelined for an extended period of time along with their partners even if they themselves are okay um you know look at the viking raiders you know ivar's out for Lord knows how long, and you know what happened to Eric. You know after they shut down the Raw Underground, yeah. poor guy. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that you know this is an opportunity for him to actually be out there, be working, be part of an active storyline, have an impact. And the fact that you know, I, let's be honest, I think that you know Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura is a rock star in every sense of the word. The guy is is an international treasure. I mean, he he is a spectacular performer, and any opportunity he has to to shine, he should be allowed because he's just he's phenomenal. So, I think it's a really big compliment to both Jay and Shishi that it's just like, okay, here you go.
0: Yeah, really happy they're both uh...
1: by all means.
0: yeah just really happy both of them are finally getting a little more screen time and the last thing i wanted to mention I, I we haven't had a chance to say too much about nxt this week uh i'm just i'm loving the the dusty Rhodes classics the tag team classics
1: there's just, always really great moments that come out of that tournament period
0: yeah just and that's why i respect triple h like he he grew up on tag team wrestling so he he has a love for it so as always kudos those matches are fantastic i uh i don't know if i mentioned it on here but i went to full sail during the ignore around the time during the inaugural dusty roads classic i was there in person and just yeah it's it's the highlight of nxt for the for the time rub it's it happening in, okay no I, no i'm not trying to rub it i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i just yeah it's just very exciting stuff so and then, uh, the Pete Dunn, Finn Balor thing heating up. This could be interesting to watch because Finn is my boy or one of my, my, one of my faves.
1: Oh, love him so much. And, you know, I've had a kind of a love hate thing with Pete Dunn, but I mean, he is a spectacular talent and you know, him, I mean, he, oh my gosh, how long did he have the NXT UK championship? He won that from Tyler Bate because Tyler Bate was the inaugural champ. And then Pete Dunne had it for
0: almost forever,
1: ever. And then (laughs) like almost as long as Asuka had hers, um, her NXT championship. And I think, Oh my God, I've been so far away from that for a while now. I know that it lost it to Walter.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, May, I think it's finally time to get into the, uh, as I say, the meat of the episode, uh, yeah, like you, my one of my favorite things every year for wrestling, the Royal Rumble. God, yes, it's such indeed. a great thing. And if, before it the-
1: is, Oops. and just you know, keeping in mind how it wasn't that long ago that we we lost Pat Patterson, and he was he was the master behind the uh, behind the Royal Rumble. It was his idea. It was his brainchild. Um, And also interested because, you know, here we are sitting in Western New York and the very first Royal Rumble was in Cops Coliseum in Hamilton, not that far from us in uh, 1988. And who was the inaugural
0: winner? I I can't remember. off um, Oh, wait was it hacksaw or is that was that the televised yep. first time so it was okay right okay i'm good see yep. ya hacksaw jim joker all right awesome
1: i was gonna say i could give you a hit but i'd have to be loud and and i don't want to wake up the, the wee <laughs> human in the next room <laughs> yeah it took me
0: a second i was wondering if it was one of those things where they tested it out in a small arena then it's like but yeah it was right it was hacksaw no. yeah th- no,
1: think th- it's a good sized arena i've been to a concert there they, they that's actually a pretty good size there
0: Absolutely, and thank you for bringing up Pat because that's a great way to bring it in. Yeah, uh, Pat, legend, so many people's mentors, he'll be best. Yeah, but um, as Pat says, the show must go on, and Mm -hmm. he's probably watching it now. So, before we get into the rumble,
1: opportunity for people to go banana, (laughs) Uh,
0: that wonderful
1: French Canadian accent of his. (laughs) <laughs>
0: absolutely uh before we talk about the actual rumble matches which i oh well, i think we agree we should say for last we should talk about some of the confirmed matches so far other than the two yes. rumble matches so starting with the uh smackdown women's championship uh sasha banks versus carmela what are your thoughts on this match may uh,
1: you know i'm i'm it does seem like this this time around that Sasha's really being allowed an opportunity to have a championship run that can really breathe instead of just, you know, scrapping and trash talking and then having the championship for a couple times and then losing it really, really quickly. So, I mean, it's not that she hasn't had championships. I mean, again, it was part of the whole lead up to, you know, Banks versus Bailey. You know, you, you can get championships. You can't hold on to them so she's she's definitely refined her abilities i mean she's she is a stellar competitor but there's there's uh, there were definitely some times where i think that she her energy overpowered her and it resulted in in injuries like, again, I mentioned earlier, when when Alexa got her nose broken, there was another match with the two of them where I think that things were genuinely heated between them and Alexa got popped open again. So, I mean, there's there's been some moments, but I think it's a lot of it's growth and maturity and greater control over your abilities. I, I feel like she's really matured and and actually tried to turn this championship into her own instead of just coming out and sashaying and i'm the boss it's she has a greater presence to her and so actually it's been pretty enjoyable watching her championship run i i'm a little touchy go on the whole carmella thing because she i don't know if i see the same kind of growth in her as i have in sasha but i mean she's 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 got a great she's got great ability because I mean there were there were times where it's like she was all talk where you know she won her money in the bag championships and you know it was all talk because Ellsworth got them for her and it made me think of you know when I first saw her in NXT and it's like this girl can throw down and that spectacular finisher she had the submission maneuver where it's just like yeah I would not want to be putting that so there's been there's been a lot of back and forth on this, and at first I thought, you know, okay, this is going to be a one and done as far as the rivalry. This this could be interesting. Oh, I agree. think it's definitely. I think it definitely would require Carmella rising to the occasion.
0: Oh, agreed. I think it's going to be a great match. Um, moving to the WWE title match. Um, honestly, Drew, Drew versus Goldberg. I would. I think we, we talked about it before we hit the record button. May I think it would have been a lot more interesting and exciting if it was Goldberg versus Roman, like he won against Roman because again Roman had opted out for the for the championship match at Mania last year so that would be a, would have been a little more of a logical conclusion and again this is not against Goldberg mind you again like I don't blame him you know if someone offers him something you do it just maybe they just didn't have any stars at the moment that. They thought could go in in the mania. Uh, I'm sorry, not mainly, the rumble match. So to, your thoughts
1: <sighs> I, I I have to say I agree with you. I mean, i I think it would have been a little more interesting to have, you know, the Goldberg against Roman. I mean, especially with the whole you know head of the table, the high chieftain, and you know, very much that notion of who the hell do you think you are, boy.
0: absolutely yeah
1: you know stepping on the people who came long before you you know treating him like a drop in the bucket i mean that would have been interesting but just the like whole thing and getting in drew's face was kind of like
0: "Eh?" Uh, yeah
1: he's he's actually respectful to y'all like what what's the deal here
0: (laughs) exactly i really think i really think this would have been a lot better if it was Goldberg versus Roman. And I, I will say this, though. I will dream to have a body of Go, of Goldberg's when I hit 54. That that man is sh- shredded for his age. Let alone oh, no. anybody. I mean, he
1: works hard. Oh, no, 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 no. There's there's no question. I mean, the man is in spectacular shape. I uh, I mean, we, we've had a couple of, you know, tough moments over the years, you know, in marquee matches that we can talk about another occasion. But at the same time, he, you know he's he's also had some really great moments i just it just for me it was a moment that kind of came out of left field i didn't quite understand some of the animosity that you know we were getting there and just i'm just kind of like eh
0: yeah the, the you know, another okay. yeah I, I just thought of something another match that could have worked out like maybe not even a title map but match but a grudge match at the rumble i mean who, who's the guy that's been bowling in legend, legends during legend night i mean what, what yeah, a better i mean and, and again that that would have been an exciting match to see like okay you want to pick up on pick on the legends can't defend themselves randy okay I, we never really had any big matches so let's duke it out
1: well I, it could have been way more impactful that you know If they had, in my personal opinion, if they had gone that route where it's just like, you know, okay, we have this legend versus legend killer match. And then something happens where then Alexa, you know, popped him in the face with the fireball and then took him out. That that, That would have been infinitely more interesting. Because, I mean, we could have still had, you know, all these moments with Alexa doing her charming little crazy tea party thing. I mean, there there's plenty for her to do otherwise. I I feel like in, in a way, like they kind of jump the shark with certain things. I, but I mean, I suppose that you know you want to have you know your champions on on display. So then, the grand question becomes: you know who who would you have Drew fight?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's very yeah very interesting time right now. And then moving to the WWE Universal Championship match, uh, Mike. Actually, my one quick thing—I don't want to make a huge thing. I still wish it's the World Championship, the World Heavyweight Championship would come back, but that, that's not a here nor there. Uh, I think we're going to be in for a great match. It's Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, and it's not just any match, man. It's a Last Man Standing match. I, I think we're in well, for Well, really after
1: good after that ladder match, mm-hmm. that was. Like, I was sitting there with Drew, and I was just like, that was amazing. That's, like, that was so good. Like, just, just the back and forth, and because of the nature of it, it's no DQ. So, that was, that was a, what is, of course, the conclusion.
0: Absolutely.
1: at the same time, it's just like, okay, I kind of get it, but,
0: Very good. And it just quickly, uh, Drew, I think we want to mention it in the first episode, but Drew is May's husband, my cu- my other cousin. <laughs> just, just, and was like, who's Drew? Not, not Drew McIntyre. Yes.
1: I, no. I mean, don't,
0: I would have loved to watch a match next to Drew. <laughs> so, no, yeah.
1: and, I'm, and I'm sure his wife would prefer I wasn't trying, insisting <laughs> otherwise.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I think we both agree. Like, this, this seems like it's going to be a perfect, uh, a perfect well, that's the uh, thing.
1: I mean just like the first time like ah, it's 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 something that's just rife with possibility I mean we've already seen that these two kids throw down and make for a spectacular match and just I remember the first time when I saw Kevin Owens and I was just like this is supposed to be the guy and then you see him in action it's like oh my god he could be the guy
0: yeah he he is unbelievable
1: he fit the quote-unquote mold but that's okay. And, and I mean, I think, I think we were mentioning this during the last, the, the last recording about how just I personally feel that the landscape of wrestling is changing drastically and it's not necessarily a bad thing. How, you know, guys aren't necessarily, you know, six, four, six, five, and, you know, seven feet wide and can you know bench press 500 pounds in the morning and eats 12 raw eggs a day it's you know it's 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 a very different it, it's a there's a great array of talent in shapes and sizes across the board and and it's something that i personally really enjoy and i think it's really exciting where it's no longer okay it's not just a look it's you know it's the ability it's the attitude it's it's about being a well-rounded performer and we're seeing more and more of that and actually I think with the diversity with the greater rise in other wrestling promotions I think is giving greater importance to that and and it's wonderful.
0: I agree. And I just looked something up like this is actually a very interesting thing there's been a history at the Rumble for last man standing matches, including this one. Well, no, not just uh, so before this one, there has been, let's see, one, two, let's uh, three, four. So there's been four last man standing matches, uh, which is pretty awesome. Three for world titles, and then there's that great IC title from the then Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. So that's that's
1: uh grab
0: that that's, I,
1: that would flip my mind
0: but i am just say that that that's that's amazing that, that that's a pretty cool thing the rumble has is this will be like the fifth match that uh in rumble history that's the last man standing match and my personal favorite i guess i would have to say is the the famous O4 last man standing match between sean Sh- and triple h ending might have been questionable because it was a a double count out but my god that was a beautiful great match from 04
1: yeah yeah although immediately it's like I think last man standing I think of uh oh gosh Asuka versus Nikki Cross in NXT
0: Oh, uh, uh, oh, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I'm just saying like how cool that is. Like it's kind of seeming last man standing match is kind of a thing that happens at the Rumble a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that that actually escaped my notice. That, that that was kind of like a precedent that was being uh, established.
0: So that, that might not be ranked as one of the top five to ten best matches. But everyone listening, if you get a chance, go back and watch the promo for that last man standing match between Sean and Triple H for the Royal, Rumble, the Royal Rumble, That that is still one of my favorite top 10 promos ever. It was so oh, good. Yeah. Words can't describe how good that is. But um, May, well,
1: the two of them are good at talking.
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and that, that was at the time where, w, it was like from like, oh, I think it was like 2002 maybe to 2005, maybe a few years before that where like WWE uses music for the promos and it just made it work really well yeah so uh but uh moving to the main event the double main event i should say because there's two rumble matches uh what's i guess we should start with the uh the, the female match may here so far are the listed entrances so far there's 12 we have from raw nia Jax, charlotte mandy rose dana brooke peyton royce shana blazer Baszler, I'm sorry, and Alexa Bliss and representing SmackDown so far, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Tamina. And so would you say maybe about eight to twelve more of the regular roster? And then, of course, you got the five to eight surprise entrances, which is also another thing I love about the Rumbles. This you never know who's going to show up last moment.
1: Right. <clears throat>
0: So uh, I think we I think a cool thing we could do is we can do two things, uh, make two predictions, the person who we want to win the most in each match and the person we think will win the most, maybe because the most push they're getting right now. So honestly, for the on the woman's side, it's kind of my want and need are actually the same thing. I, I just how she's been being booked right now not only will she the most likely person to be winning the rumble match, but who I want to see win is Alexa, like Alexa's on fire right now that, that that's just going to be a perfect thing for her to catapult on.
1: I could, I could definitely see that happening. Um, Either that, or we're going to establish like a definitive feud for her to build on. I think that one of the two things would happen. And I mean, not that I'd be upset if Alexa won, but just honestly, like, Oh, I don't know. I would be really, 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 really happy if Bianca Belair won.
0: Her? Oh, especially
1: especially after her how she did in the, the Women's Survivor Series match. That girl is a force of nature, and she just... I know they've been kind of like, you know, played up this whole thing with her versus Bailey, but man, I just, I just, I just want to see the EST take it all. And if it wasn't her, then I would actually love there to be the surprise entrant of Rhea Ripley and have her take it. Cause she's, she's had some rough knocks this last year and she, she puts it out there all the time. She is an absolutely spectacular talent. And I would just, I just, I would love to see her go far.
0: There, actually yeah you're right she's definitely one of the top candidates uh, another one uh, just because how much of a BA she is uh, Shayna, Shayna Baszler could finally uh,
1: I'm over it
0: you're over? I'll say this I'm
1: over it I just I've been for a long time and also just I don't know she's just kind of like a one note song for me
0: I can, I can respect that absolutely So, um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a great one. I'm hopefully rooting for Alexa, but I I would not be disappointed at all if Bianca won. So I I, I, I would take either Uh, moving to the men's rumble from Raw. We got Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, the Randy Orton, the Miz and Jeff Hardy. And then from SmackDown, Daniel Bryan, Otis Jay Uso, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And I'm just going to say another person I can almost guarantee will be in it since Miz is there is probably John Morrison. So, but uh, I don't think either of them would win. But I, I'll say this uh, two people who I'd want to win, I, I don't know if he will, but Jeff's, Jeff had a really awesome tweet. I don't know if you saw it from earlier. In uh, kind of later in 2020, he said by 2024, he's going to be he wants to be in the main event of a, a mania. And I, I would Ooh. love to see that happen. And then of course, Shinsuke is coming back to the to the side of the rising sun. So I'd love to see Shinsuke do it. Uh, how about you, May?
1: Uh, well, I think I think that there's too many variables still in place with the men's like it's like who I want to see
0: there's no clear-cut guy that's Wouldn't being be? pushed right now. You know what I mean? Like Wouldn't you
1: just would be so great if it was finally Cesaro?
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that could be like a thing that comes out of nowhere. That that would be that would be awesome. But you you know what I mean? Like this is like a hard one, hard one to pick because like Alexa seems like the favorite. There's no favorites out out coming out of here right now In my opinion
1: with the guys i think there's there's too many there's too many moving parts at the moment who could come out of it that i mean hey it'd be nice if there was a pleasant surprise i you know there's some nxt guys who could step up you know damian priest uh karrion Cross. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i wanted him to show up last year like i was just like come on come on come on come on 'Cause uh, he he his his he had sat on his contract from impact and so we didn't know where he was gonna go. And then I was just like, Oh please, oh please, oh please. And then they <laughs> like a week later showed that he'd signed and had reported to the performance center. And I was just like, Oh man. Oh, so that would be fabulous because he he had gotten injured. He got like he, he had a similar situation at Finn Balor where he he won the NXT championship and then he had to relinquish it right away because he was injured during the match. So it was like the universal championship all over again in a way. So, I mean, him coming back and also someone else coming back from injury. Uh,
0: There's a few people. So you, you gotta,
1: You you know me.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Another, another comeback. Uh, on, the, on, the sa- on the other side, that's there's so. There's always so many people being injured. You just don't know who someone's talking about. <laughs> but um, here's, a, here's a someone who's coming back, who's been out for storyline reasons. Uh, I think Randy might have a big push, and the, the lights might go out, and the, a certain masked figure might come back. Mm, well,
1: yeah, that'd be interesting. Well,
0: because uh, you have to figure they're going to fight at Mania. It's it's a great feud. Well, I, that's
1: the thing. I mean, I don't think that he would necessarily need to come back during the Rumble per se to to, to make an impact. I mean, I, I just I don't know. I just I think like the Fiend showing up during the Rumble could be disruptive in a way, if that makes any sense. Like because because of the entrance, because of the smoke and mirrors aspect of it, I I, I really think that. The rumble. How do I put this? It's it's one of those things where it's just like there's like the beauty of the brawl, and then there's lots of like really great individual moments. So something that requires you know lights on, lights off, I think would disrupt the flow of things. That's like yeah. if you made an appearance somewhere in there, I think that'd be great. I just if if it showed up during during the rumble, it'd just be like, dude, no.
0: You know what? I just thought of something else. Here's another. This is a very big if and hypothetical a possible winner for the Rumble. And this would make him a two time Rumble winner. Number 30, there's a bunch of people in the ring. The buzzer goes off. Do you smell what the rock is cooking?
1: Oh my God, the place would just blow up. <laughs>
0: Well, how about that? And then he wins the Rumble. You'd see all
1: those LED screens just like explode.
0: <laughs> I, I'm still praying that somehow And I looked actually looked on his IMDB May a few days ago and it seems like all he's currently pretty much done filming all the stuff he needs to film right now and a lot of stuff is in kind of posts. I mean, this could be a great time for him to come in and to have that dream match between his cousin. Just make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. That would I would love that. That would be such a great Rumble. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, not Rumble. A Mania match. I, I apologize.
1: I suppose. <laughs> well, I suppose like here's a surprise entrant. Like you know, thinking about the girls. Do you think Ronda Rousey's going to show up again?
0: Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Oh, absolutely. And
1: uh, she's been, she's been, she, she got herself into a little bit of heat online and either A, she was being utterly senseless and getting heat or B, she's messing with all of us, which is absolutely brilliant in getting heat. So I'm not sure which it is.
0: Yeah, it could be by design. So uh, May, you obviously absolutely probably know this. Is there any free agents who are not signed to anybody right now that could make a possible uh, surprise like A.J. did f- about four years ago. Ooh.
1: Well, I mean, I did mention Taya. Exa- yeah. And I mean, she's established enough that you know, it's just like, just letter let her go in there and do her thing you know instead of trying to like okay go through the militaristic you know approach of okay report to the performance center where we rename you and break you down and build you back up and then we send you out in the world no you let that girl go um i know trey miguel isn't signed with anybody his uh he was part of a stable called the rascals and his is Former stablemates are part of the, the main roster. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody else off the top of my head who's really floating at the moment. I mean, everybody else has like been nailed down, or they're they're doing their indie thing at the moment. Yeah, so, like I'm, although I'm Trey sure. Trey, I don't see that happening. Taya Taya could. She could absolutely. That could have. I mean, a her her husband's there. B she's she's, well established. C she is a spectacular performer. She's amazing on the mic. She has a distinctive look. I mean, she's she's already a bona fide superstar. Yeah,
0: it could be interesting. And I, I just realized another possible person. Uh, you know, not a huge fan of him, but I respect for what he's done in the company. Would it makes sense for seeing to come back around now, or, or do you think that he might come back for mania just to fight someone uh,
1: You know, it'd be interesting to have him come back. I mean, although I just I don't know, I get the feeling like he's kind of like, oh, I'm good. I'm writing kids books. I just got married. I'm starring in comedies. I'm okay. I mean, he could. I mean, it would definitely be interesting to try and see if, like, he could join, like, the Three Winds Club, which at this moment is still a sole proprietorship. So that could be interesting. I know that there's tons of people who are, like, you know, frothing at the mouth about the possibility of uh, uh, the most epic pipe bomb being dropped with a certain person's appearance oh
0: my god yes i don't there know if it'll happen be,
1: I, yeah but, but can't we dream? Be all,
0: I, I was about to say i don't know that would happen but i would oh god that's an oh that would be another perfect thing to happen
1: that would be that would be spectacular that really would and you know just just in my personal opinion i mean that was that was a situation where i think that there there was a lot of fault in multiple sides, and I felt that it was handled very poorly in in certain capacities. And definitely, like just 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 there's not some things that are meant for like you know public disclosure. For anybody who's wondering who the heck we're talking about, we're talking about CM Punk.
0: <laughs> uh, I just thought of another possible surprise entrance. I don't think he'll win, but uh, a man with three syllables uh, could be RVD. He always, he always, yeah,
1: well, he was, he was over at Impact, and he's, well, he and Katie Forbes were part of a stable that got very unceremoniously broken up, and then he came back, and it seemed like he was feuding with Sammy Callahan, and then the two of them just kind of disappeared, so uh, I'm not quite sure where, where he is or what he's up to. So even you know, you know, if he unless Kate unless Katie and his girlfriend, unless Katie and her girlfriend are just, you know, like exhausting him constantly. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'll I'll say this. Uh their
1: words, know, not mine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this, uh, whether it be just for one night or maybe come back part-time. I I think everyone agree they love some RVD. I met them. I met him in person, one of the nicest guys I've ever met.
1: That's what I've heard. And, I mean, he does still work, but, I mean, at the same time, it's just like, you know, he doesn't really need to anymore. But, you know, now that you mention it, 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 just the other day I was sitting and thinking about that whole, you know, that whole stable, you know, disappearing. And it's just like, you know, I haven't seen him in a while. Where where has he been? (laughs) Like, besides, you know, film obligations.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, so I, I think... I think we both agree as always a lot of great surprises going to happen at the Rumble. My favorite pay-per-view of the year. Very exciting. So guys to hype up the Rumble for next week, uh we are going to review my favorite Rumble, the 07 Rumble. That match is just bonkers. And uh may may we haven't had a chance yet. what is your favorite Rumble match, would you say?
1: You know, I got to say um the one I keep—I mean, there's there's so many moments that I loved. I'm not gonna lie. I really, I got super hyped up over uh, the 2012 one. Sheamus won that. I love Sheamus, but also we had that incredible moment of the Miz trying to eliminate Kofi, and Kofi did the handstand walk to avoid elimination.
0: But uh, would, um, what would you say, like top to bottom, like the best, like you know, like overall the best, in your opinion, the best Rumble match you've ever seen?
1: I really keep going back to the Royal Rumble in 2014. Oh, now, a- Davis had major shoulder surgery and he'd been out injured. He made his return. Ziggy had been injured. Dolph Ziggler. He made his return. There was a huge setup for certain things to happen with CM Punk, and that ended up being his last time in a WWE ring. That was the first time that we really saw Roman Reigns as truly possibly being the guy. And he was the last one eliminated before Batista ended up winning. So, and how, I mean, I was like, it was so amazing because just you saw him catch his stride. And up until that point, you know, the the person who'd had the most eliminations in a Royal Rumble was Kane. And and Reigns (laughs) beat that record that night and just... Oh, I was so crushed when he got eliminated. I was just like, mm. and then when he won the next year, it's like, see, aren't you guys happy? We're just like, no, you're forcing it. Cut that out. Let just let just let things happen. Just let things
0: happen. As a brother's of destruction fanboy, I was a little upset that Kane's record was broken, but it was. I was happy it was Roman. If it was anybody. I was. Ha- I was happy it was Roman. But just as a as a Kane and Undertaker fanboy, I was a little bit like, oh, come on, no, no, let, let Kane know though Kane still has the all-time rumble rumble record of most eliminations so good on
1: Kane no, see, I, thought, I thought that was I thought that was Sean like overall like collective I uh, could be wrong
0: you know Sean did have it but like as as you know Sean retired in 09 and I think Kane like had five or six more rumbles after Sean so that, that probably at that point
1: like, uh, okay
0: very good so yeah a lot of stuff and uh obviously i guess we got to quickly a lot of attitude era fans probably not be happy if we didn't mention the oh the oh one rumble like the the standard bear as they say
1: oh no that was oh honey i've got oh honey <laughs> oh honey trust me my love for stone called steve austin is is forever and true <laughs> like there's there's some there's some paraphernalia I've parted with I have all my stone cold shirts it yeah, is to say when you know like you're, you get up and first thing in the morning and you don't realize your mom has company and you know you, you just meander you know like your eyes are blinking separately and you know you're wearing a t-shirt that says other side jackass on it. it's like oh hi Aunt Linda <laughs> yeah it was not a good look and there's my mother just sitting there going But yeah, that's hey, three-time winner of the Royal Rumber, Rumble. That is still a that is still a sole proprietorship, and uh, uh, I, I hope I hope that stands for a long time.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, a lot of uh, again, love the Rumble. Cannot wait for this week. Looking forward to reviewing uh, the 07, 07 Rumble, and uh, that was this week's episode of Cousins Breaking Kayfabe. Again, I'm Andy.
1: And I'm Meredith.
0: Have a week, (laughs) yes.